Uh, hey everyone, this is, uh, I believe episode 11 of, uh, the Corner Store Radio podcast. I'm gonna start keeping track, uh, as of now. In this episode, uh, I'm joined by my friend Ben, who's in my chemistry class, um, and, you know, we were talking in, in chem, and we were just kind of, we got on the topic of the school system, because we were doing this assignment that we really did not like, and then we started talking about how much the school system sucked. And he was like, you know, it sucks for me because I got ADHD and dyslexia and dysgraphia and that really gets in the way of my learning. And the school system does not really handle that well and has never really handled that well. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds really interesting. Do you want to do a podcast about it? And he was like, yes, sure. So that's what this is about. I know I already did an episode on invisible illnesses and stuff like that. This one is more different because it centers around the school system and treatment rather than just the general problems with invisible illnesses it'll be it it kind of piggybacks a little bit off of my previous episode if you have not listened to that one i suggest you go listen to it um but yeah this one this one's slightly different and i'm always passionate about learning about how the school system sucks so yeah i hope you guys enjoy hi i'm ben and i'm here to talk about my disabilities that i have and how they've affected my academic career in school, mostly that entire story. Uh, the disabilities I have are the basic one, the main one that ever that gets talked about is ADHD, like rampant ADHD. You, I cannot go 10 seconds without, ooh, squirrel. Like I'm the epitome of the dogs in the movie up talking about squirrels. That is uh-huh. my mindset. Yeah. That was the obvious one from the start. Then there are a few more that weren't so obvious, but we figured them out eventually, which was dysgraphia and dyslexia. Dyslexia is the inability to read really well. Like all the words get jumbled, all the letters get jumbled on a page. Then dysgraphia is the inability to write. Like, you know, you just can't cross. I just can't put the words down on a page like that. Yeah, so I was diagnosed young age of your kid seems to be struggling with in school hmm let's wait for a bit that is what happened i kid you not they were just like hmm yeah this student who definitely has a disability we should probably diagnose yeah third grade will probably be enough time i kid you not i was waiting till like third grade and that is when they started realizing or like second or third so they didn't like tell huh. you to see like a psychiatrist or anything they, do, they were just like like my parents had to ask them hey is there like something is there something different about our kid and after that like because this is the moral of this whole story the school system would have done nothing unless me and my parents complained to them about it yeah that sounds about right so, <laughs> yeah but yeah. so we basically the complained and they're like oh your son has adhd and my parents were like oh great you finally understand that my that uh our kid is special Eshelin has like these disabilities. Also, yeah. we're pretty sure he has dyslexia and gra- dysgraphia, and they're like, huh, "No, he doesn't. He, he can't read. That that that's just a. He just has a lower reading level. That's just that's just a normal write. thing. Yeah, no, no, no. It's normal. I I never got diagnosed for dyslexia. Oh never. wow, wow. You can check my IEP to this day. There was not a single thing of dyslexia on there they just never recognized it uh Mm -hmm. so we also so we eventually like 
I eventually got over that in a different story I'll explain. But the basic overview of what they did pretty much, like, was the solution to all of their problems was, hmm, well, we can't have the student... The student is having trouble learning. Well, instead of teaching him to do this thing, the dysgraphia, he can't write? Well, uh, mm, Oh, I know. Can he type? No. Darn it. Oh, I know. Can he talk? Yes? Good. Whew, man, we almost had problems there. Okay, here. He can use talk to text for the rest of his life. And that right. was just their solution. They were just like, yep. we're not going to work on your reading or writing skills. We're just going to... And so what exactly okay. is the treatment for, like, dysgraphia and dyslexia? Because I don't really know much about how you can treat that. I don't know much about it either because they uh-huh. never tried. Okay. Right, right, Actually, right. That's a lie. I don't know much about the dyslexia treatment. Okay. I know a lot about dysgraphia treatment. Okay, great. again, yeah. they never told me anything about dyslexia. Because, so, the main reason why the school didn't, like, help me for, like, most of the things was, hmm, he's a C average. That's like everyone else. Uh, yeah, that's fine. What do you mean he's not getting the help he needs? He's looking, he's in the average range. That's what we're aiming for here. I still cannot today tell you how to spell most five-letter words you'll say. I am very bad when it comes to spelling. It is a problem. However, through like the combination of just memorizing words on a page, I can event- I eventually learned how to basically memorize enough of the English language so that now I can have a almost reading level. Interesting. Let's get on to the dysgraphia training, because I have a whole slew of stories on that. Because uh-huh. what they did was so infuriating that I am just... I have had tutors, the school system has come in, like, I have had people, like, come and just try and fix things with me. I have had people, like, suggest, oh... Maybe he could do this or that, and I have been put on medication. Oh, the medication stories. Oh, gosh, that's another one. I've heard a lot of okay. bad stories about meds. Oh, I'll have to get to that later, because those right. are... All right, yeah. Those are yeah. interesting. This is going to be a lot of rambling. <laughs> so what happened with the, like, all the dysgraphia training, they basically, they had me... So the first thing I remember them doing was, you know those basic kindergartner like spelling test like like they hand you a sheet of paper with words on it and you and you would read out the words and then they'd read out the words out loud read a different set of words out loud and you'd write those words yeah that is what they had me do for most of the entirety of elementary Hmm. and the dumbest part of that they could See, it wasn't working, and they did not. Because you think after the first two years of being on this program, they would have eventually figured out, hmm, maybe, maybe this student does not work well with this idea. And they eventually did figure out that I didn't work well. Just a couple years late. Yeah, and then that's when they put me on speech to text. So they just tried one one thing for like four to five years and were like, okay, well, we tried enough. We're just going to 
we're just going to put you on this and they just that yeah. they just called it a day. That is what is wow. That is what they did. And then <laughs> cuz but that's not the end of the story. Cuz oh. if you can imagine, my parents were pissed off. They were like so mad. Cuz yeah. they were like you've done one thing. You would just why? So, my mom, bless her soul, went online, went through hundreds of hours of scouring, and they eventually she found a program that she thought would work for me. Mm-hmm. She handpicked a program called the Wilson program. And oh boy, oh boy. is this thing just was the bane of my existence. <laughs> Not really for the reason you're thinking, uh-huh. and probably also for the reason you're thinking. Okay, so, yeah. The first thing was, like, so the first thing was, also, I'm, a uh, small tangent, I'm really good at getting adults talking. That is a skill I have picked up, and it is very useful. And I could get them talking so that, so that they would not be have the time to teach me. And that is, you know, if I would go back and change something of what I could have done differently in my life, it would probably be to, hey, look, maybe you should actually try the programs meant to help you. Right. And that's when I figured out something. As little as I wanted to do this thing, I still did want to learn. But I figured out that the school system wanted to teach me this even less. Yeah. Because... On my IP, it says Benjamin should be put in a room with one teacher, and for this entire class period, or at least most of it, he should be in there working with this teacher on the Wilson program. And Hmm. the school system went, hmm, that obviously means he should be in a room with a bunch of other kids. The reason why we had me alone in a room was, again, going back to the squirrel idea. Like, could not focus on anything. Right. Yeah. If anything else is going on, like the worst. That I'm. That is one of the skills I cannot do is focus. ADHD hyped up. But I eventually noticed this, and so I can't believe they did this. I still... they just like completely ignored your IEP. Oh. Multiple times. Yo. I read down what I was actually supposed to get. Like, I did that with my parents one of these days because I was like, huh, this isn't normal. Mm -hmm. I only had, like, one good teacher who genuinely wanted to help me. Yeah. I've heard, like, with a lot of uh, people working with kids with either, like, mental health issues or um, neurodivergencies, it's like... Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot have, of good support with with that. I, I've noticed that um, I, sometimes it's like if you don't fit into a specific, even a specific box with a neurodivergency, like if they just, it's like they don't know what to do with you. And, yes. um, and even some you, teachers that uh, like work with kids with like autism, like I've heard that uh, a big problem for them is that they just want somebody who gets it. They want someone who understands and, um, you know, you don't have to be neurodivergent to, uh, like do your best to help somebody. Um, 
and to try to understand where they're coming from and like what's going on inside their brain because I do feel like there are people that are neurotypical that it can obviously be really helpful but I feel like you know some people just aren't really meant to be teachers and um you see that even within the public school system like i there's like so many teachers that i've had that have just been like what are you doing like what are you doing yeah. here you clearly don't so, enjoy this you don't enjoy being here you're causing problems for everyone in here why are you here and i'm sure that extends to um like teachers working with neurodivergent yes, people too that is a hundred percent true my middle school teachers surprisingly most of them were amazing Okay, at least most of them were interested in what they were talking about. Yeah. And some of them actually wanted to see us. Like, I'm, most of my teachers, except all the teachers who were supposed to be helping me with my special stuff I was supposed to be getting. Like, the teachers who were supposed to be writing, that was most, that was all of my middle school teachers. The creatures you just described who didn't want to be there, they're, they were all idiots. And I can understand them slightly. Because, like... You mentioned earlier about the box thing that you hit the nail on the head with the school system is really good at p putting people into boxes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, they're really, really good. Like, and the thing that they do that really pisses me off is they put all the kids who don't fit into a box into one box. <laughs> yep. That is, the ment that is the mental disabilities program in a nutshell. Yep. It's there neurotypical and neurodivergent, and there's no in-between, no subcategories. That's it. It's either yes. you're quote-unquote normal or not, and nothing else. Now, even in that box, there is, like, similarities, right? Mm -hmm. Like, most kids with mental health needs, I'm not going to, like, I've known some kids who are, like, really, really smart in that box or, like, really, really normal, but generally... Your AP students and all of the such. Like, most of the classes, most people in, like, the neuro, like, the neurodivergent classes, like you said, they weren't, they weren't AP students. Yeah. They were, some of them were in some GT classes, but most of them were not. Now, there is a special term for those who are in this, who are in, like, they have mental disabilities, and they're really smart. Those are called twice gifted students, mm -hmm. which is a fun little nickname for saying the school system has no idea what how to handle them, and they just whenever they see one, they collective the everyone in the school system, like collectively has a mini panic attack and goes, "Oh no, here we go again." Oh great, Cause, yeah, because like they're like they want to help you and like they really want you to, to get. And these students, they get 99% of it, but not 1% that they need help on. Because, And it's, like, really frustrating for those teachers, I bet, because they're like, you understand so much. Why not just this one thing that I'm trying to teach you? Mm -hmm. like, like I've said, they, they just really did not want to deal with any of it. Like, just none of it. And when they really started to hurt, in my opinion, was, like, when I reached seven to eighth grade because that's when it stopped just being my parents caring and it started to be me caring right i'll admit i wasn't the most like willing and open to the process i was in my like younger years i was totally open to the school system just ignoring me and me getting straight a's and coasting easily 
the thing that I've noticed about the school system, like, when they give me all the stuff that I get to, like, help me with all the things. Because mm -hmm. that, that was confusing. IEP, <laughs> 504, those things. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have extra time to submit assignments, ability to use talk to text. They don't look at spelling errors in the essays, which was just a godsend for me. But what I've noticed is I think, and I haven't checked in so long, I think I have a three-day or maybe a week extra period to submit without late work. Oh, so. interesting. Yeah. They, the teachers never check. This is one of those easy things that I've just let coast by because, like, I mean, maybe it's that, maybe it's not that. Like, for all I know, it could be a month. I highly doubt it, but it could be. But the teachers aren't asking. I'm not asking. So no one really cares. And that's what happens with a lot of the things that they gave me. Like, for another example, I have like an extra period, a tutorial period, where I'm supposed to be learning Wilson stuff and learning about all the advancements and like writing stuff and having them go over my technology and all I can use. In reality, it's free work time because they don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. So we both mutually agree that it doesn't exist. Great. Yeah. And that has happened multiple times. I eventually figured out, huh, they're supposed to be giving me way more. And they're not. Example, it, it just seems like a like a lack of caring just yes. in general. They, they did not care. When I finally got to high school, like my middle school teachers did not care, but they pretended like they cared. My high school teacher, uh, just really, she, when I walked in, my parents were like, okay, yeah, remember, you got to do the Wilson program. I'm like, ah, ah yeah, I'm not going to remind them and they're not going to do it. And I'm going to get like a week off from the Wilson and then they'll eventually remember. And it's going to be great because I'm going to have one pulled over on the school system. Oh, yeah. So that went on for about a week. And I was like, nice, it worked. And then another week and I was like, Nice. Okay. A little longer. Okay. But uh -huh. okay. I'll take it. Another week passed. They really should have done this by now. And I think it eventually hit the month mark. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. What is this? Yes. Because I showed up and I was like, hey. And then I eventually asked my teacher, hey, hey, I I'm supposed to be doing the Wilson thing. It's on my IEP. Why aren't we doing it? And she's like, oh, yeah, there's a very clear and simple answer to that. We just don't do that. What? Yeah. That was the answer I got. You just don't do the Wilson yeah. program. Like that. Yeah. I was doing the, they were like, yeah, uh, instead of that, you're going to be doing the general program. Are you, you serious? It it's the thing they tried for four years. No. It's now a slideshow. What? <sighs> yep. And eventually, like, coming up to this year, they don't even do that with me anymore. Because I've it gotten doesn't to work. the point where if it's anything that has to do with reading, I automatically ace the entire class. And I've gotten to the point where I'm so pissed off at them, I will read the answers before the other students because they don't even do this with me alone anymore. I'm just part of the class, even though they're supposed to. So that's two things they're not carrying on. Yeah. So yeah. I will just do the entire thing and shout out all the answers to the students so they don't have to do any work. When they finally get tired of me doing that, 
They eventually switched my IEP to a 504, which means I get the things, but they no longer have to work with me on the thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And at this point, we had just given up because there were other ways to do this. And we finally found a medication that somewhat works. Yeah. And that's the next topic I'm going to transition into. Ah, yes. Unless you have, unless you have any notes or questions you want to ask before I transition to the next uh, long story. I don't know. I mean, I think you pretty much checked all the boxes with the school system. Actually, no. Okay. There was one thing that I was going to bring up about the school system. So, um, you know, you talked about how uh, the school system likes to put everybody in boxes, which I 100% agree with. And... Mm -hmm. Um, I think the box that they're trying to put them in, which actually we just learned about in my world history class, you know, I really like, um, I don't know what it is, but in like three or four of my classes, we're learning about like current world issues and it's actually really cool. But, um, in my world history class, um, my teacher is like teaching us about, um, we had a debate recently on whether students are products or uh consumers in schools um and so basically what that means is like so are they raised like in the schools to be just products of what they want them to be and like fit into the mold that they want them to be or are they consumers where they go and they choose their own paths and can have the free will to do uh what they want to do and i would absolutely argue for the products um option because in high school i mean there's no options there's none absolutely none i think it's ridiculous how um there are so many required classes in high school and even in college that you have to take uh just to do to do what like what what is it benefit you know um and so the box is for like it's for all students and i i think that's really stupid <laughs> because um it is yeah, because not only but, do, like, neurodivergent people have to deal with it, which obviously it is worse for neurodivergent people. Um, but, but even the regular people. Exactly. Like, even, yeah, even. even people, it just sucks. It sucks. Exactly. Like, because you're forced to had... constantly deal with, like, the, um, the, like, the workload and just everything just piles up because. Yes. It just, they just keep piling up work because there's no sympathy. There's none. They forgot what it's like to be a kid. They have, we have no options. Like, I mean, about, yeah, there's it's electives. All the it's all about the numbers. Exactly. It's all about the statistics. There's, there's so many tests that we have to take just for statistics and bragging rights. It's not, there, it, it doesn't even have anything to do with our future. It just has to do with their statistics, which that, that, that's literally it. And so it's all academics, like no stress management, no nothing. Even when they do teach a stress management, it's not even, it's just generic advice. Like, oh yeah, like take time for yourself. Make sure to take breaks. Like, okay, thanks. You know what would be good? What? If they gave us a selection. Like, yeah. if they gave us a selection of books that they could read and then we compare our books to the other people's books and we'd basically be doing the same thing, but everyone would like reading. Yes. I think that okay. the the reason why they don't like making things more individualistic, um, which is kind of ironic, and I'll get into that in a second, but they don't like making things really uh, individualistic and they just kind of like to put everybody in a box because it's less complicated for them, obviously. They like to standardize individuals. They, um, mm -hmm. that That's the word. They standardize everything because 
um, if the school system did what your teacher said to do and just asked every student, what do you want to learn? Well, to them, it's like, oh, that's not equal education, which fair, I guess, but I am a firm believer in equity, not equality. Because, I mean, equity comes with equality, but, um, like, has a basic foundation of equality. But equity is different from equality in the sense that every individual gets what they need to do their best. Whereas equality is more of a, everyone everyone gets gets the same thing. thing. Yeah, exactly. And, um, it's just not, it's just not helpful for reasons that we've already talked about. Um, and I honestly like don't think standardization is really that important um like as long as every student is getting a basic a basic standardization but then you can have the creative freedom to go do what you want with that i don't think it really matters as much as the school system think it does and i think it's ironic that they're trying to standardize their students because america is all about being individualistic and diversity and um and just having the freedom to do what you want um it's a very capitalistic view i think just very individualistic like you do what you want and you take what you want for yourself but that's not that that kind of is what they teach in schools a little bit but like it, it's not they they teach students to be standardized versus individualistic um and then when they grow up they're like oh yeah you can do whatever you want but in reality they only really give you a certain path they only really tell you, okay, go to college, get a nine to five job, and you'll be set for life. That that, that that's it. That's all you gotta do. And there's there's nothing else. Like there's no other real options. You have to figure out your life before your brain is fully developed and you're still in high school. And then they just send you off um, to go to college and to become the standardized individual that they want you to be which goes directly yeah. against their values, which I think is really funny. And it all starts within the school system. It is just truly why, but exactly truly ironic the way that they do that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, now onto the, a different subject, which is not really has to do with school, but it still does have to do with medication. This one. Oh boy. So, that this was one of the things that the school system eventually recommended hey get on medication (laughs) which is it was the funniest thing to me as a kid to hear the school system saying hey you know your problems you should fix it with drugs (laughs) Uh uh-huh which now thinking back to it it's kind of funny but still isn't as funny as it once was but yeah yeah i do I do have so many stories of just the first one. The first time I tried it, because they had me on this, this was at elementary school. This was an elementary schooler they suggested to put on, like, medication. Really? So, yeah. So, like, okay, not against, like, all the doctors out there. Medication is not a bad thing for elementary schoolers. In fact, I would say, even if you are an elementary schooler, yes, talk to your doctors about it do that Mm -hmm. however i'm not normal as we've discussed so we had a problem yeah and it all stems back from the school system again because they were the people who were telling them because as an elementary schooler i didn't know what was working i mean i did but i didn't really know whether it was working how well it was working like hey tell us percentages pal no that's not how it worked Mm -hmm. like 
they wanted standardized things, I probably couldn't give it to them. So, also, I didn't really care because I was in elementary school. You don't care about those things back no. then. Yeah, Anyways. I don't think you can really even comprehend what's going on fully, so. Yes. Anyways, let's see. Yeah, there I was. So, the thing that happened was I went to the school. So I went to a doctor, and the doctor, this doctor, may not have been the brightest thinking back on it. Because, well, to be fair, this doctor might have been really smart. He just was given bad information. Because the school system, because they put me on a drug. Here's the process that I can explain to you and what happened every time. This is not a joke. Mm -hmm. This is what happened over and over and over again. They put me on a new medicine. I would go to school. The guidance counselor, because they had one guidance counselor, and they would come in and they would watch me and see what I was doing and how much better I was paying attention. And I can very easily pay attention without like looking like I'm paying attention. That is the, just the type of student I am. I can be looking out a window while listening to a lecture. Also, did they even get, the lectures they gave in elementary school were just awful, but that's a different to topic for, um, yeah. that we do not have time for me to start rambling yes. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but so yeah, they really did not know because they couldn't really gauge it well because I could do those things. So they'd go back and say, hmm, data inconclusive, but it doesn't seem like it's having much effect. You know what would be a good idea? Let's raise the dosage. Oh. And that was their answer to everything. Uh-huh. It's not working? Raise the dosage. It's not working? Raise the dosage. It's not working? Raise the dosage. Now, now what happens when you put an elementary schooler with an elementary schooler-sized body on a high, extremely high dosage every time was very bad side effects. Ooh. And I can go into a list. They're not really all that graphic, but they were super detrimental. Like, for example, some of the, they were all different too, which was really, it's like, what's this one going to be? Hmm. It's like a, it's a random mystery trait of detriments <laughs> to your life. That sounds so, really great. Yeah. It's like a spinny surprise wheel. What oh, are yeah. you going to get? Oh, it's puking. Ugh. Which was the most common side effect. There, there was far too much of that. Mm -hmm. which is very awful like it like for the last one it got to the point where it got so bad that every day i was puking on the bus ride home and the Ew. doctor said and i remember this is a conversation that my doctor gate had with my mom she was like look the medicine's making him puke and he's like oh no that's impossible the, me the medicine shouldn't even be still be in his system at that point and she's like listen i don't know what kind of science you're talking about but I have a one-to-one -one race ratio of things that how it's worked. I have given him the medicine. He's gone on the bus. He pukes. If I don't give him the medicine, gets on the bus, doesn't puke. That is what has happened. That And that's when we eventually decided to stop doing the medicine after that happened. In case you all think that it, the doctor did know something, he didn't. Because we went to a different doctor recently, and they basically suggested the same drug. Because, and they like, I know that you've had a bad history in the past with this drug, but I think you were on too high of a dosage. Like, understatement of the year, but okay. Yeah. And 
he was like, yeah, this thing should last like uh, probably like 12 to uh, 24 hours. And they were like, and I was taking this right before I left for the bus. So uh-huh. I would be, so the doctor who really did not know anything in the past. Wow. And we did go to a different doctor. Good. So, yeah. but eventually, yeah, like I said, just recently retried one of them. And now that I'm older and I'm still on a lower dosage, I'd like to point that out. I'm on a lower dosage now and it's working than I ever was on the dosage from the past, which is just so very, very just why. Yeah. I've never heard so, of that before, so I don't know if that's just like a... I don't know how common that is, but, um, you know, obviously they could have given some some other solution except for the, like, two things that they did, and they were just like, okay, never mind. We're, we're not dealing with you anymore. So is the public school system. Ah, uh, yeah. It is so very, very needs fixing. Okay, the system looks really good statistically, and that is why it is not getting fixed. That is very true. That's probably why they need statistics so much. Yeah, because without them, if anyone actually took a look and really delved deep into how this was affecting things, and because, yep, the the saying is, if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, so what they're doing basically is they're just saying, well, you look, here are the numbers. It's not broken, and it's a bomb being dropped on like a factory and them saying but our pro but our outputs are still running at like are still running at a hundred percent yes they are company of random no name because you're having your workers work overtime every day and not paying them for it exactly yeah that kind of that, that kind of thing exactly yep yeah all right so any final thoughts questions <laughs> um I think I think we kind of hit all the boxes that I wanted to. The main reason why I wanted to talk about this so much is is because of like how much I've. It, it's weird. I've been doing it like separately in like three different classes where we've just been talking about the school system, and it's it's something that I've always kind of been interested in learning more about. Um, especially because I wanted to become a teacher for a while, so I wanted to know like exactly, you know, like what happens with uh with, like on the teacher's side and then the student side and then how to help with that but um yeah i i think we i think we kind of checked all the boxes what about you do you have any final thoughts nothing well actually one thing yes if anyone out there is struggling with adhd or all the any of the disabilities like make sure you're getting what is promised to you like i struggled through my life and if i could do anything it'd be like i'd go back and i'd force the, the system to do what they promised. So yeah. try to... Just to the least that. that they can do. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Make sure to do things. But also, if you are doing medication, I mean, I don't think this has to go without saying, but for everyone else, because we made the mistake, don't make this mistake. Don't put the child on far, on far, far too high of a dosage of medication. Please. <laughs> Uh -huh. Please don't do that. Yeah, like, probably some good get, advice. And get like a better system for determining whether or not it's working. Yeah. But yeah, that's the final tidbit of things I have to say. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I I love talking about. 
the school system and how much it sucks. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, uh, yes. Any last things? Nope. That's all. All right. All right. Thanks, Ben. Bye. Bye.